Welcome to Art Journal with the Moon, a podcast about learning how to practice magic, tend to the soul, and do your deep emotional healing with your art journal and the moon hosted by Dana DuPont. In this podcast, I share with you the comings and goings of the moon in the week ahead, my suggestions for aligning with her energy in a creative way, and my tips and tricks for art journaling with the moon. Here, we explore lunar cycles, seasonal shifts, and art journaling to find our way back to the grounding rhythms of the natural world, to step into our power, and to access our own inner magic. The moon is our companion, and the seasons our muse, guiding us to create, reflect, and grow through the colorful pages of our art journals. So come, gather round, and let's weave magic, art, and healing into your daily life. Hello, my creative friends. This is a summary of the moon's energy for the week of November 6th to the 12th, 2023. So you can use this to out journal with the moon and to make the most of the opportunities that the moon is gifting us with. So this week I've been thinking, what would my inner crone do? My heart has been feeling a little heavy from the world events. And yet at the same time, I know this is a luxury compared to the devastation and destruction that so many people are facing right now. I feel powerless, filled with grief and anger at the fact that innocent people are dying and suffering. It's really hard to watch the horrifying events. And of course, like so much million times harder to actually go through them. And I'm not really interested in burying my head in the sand like my younger self would do. My younger self would just avoid uncomfortable feelings and emotions. And I definitely was uh, very privileged and still am. And so it just wasn't used to, and I wasn't used to um, approaching the things that were really important to approach in life. There are so many people in the world experiencing the pain and devastation firsthand of what's happening, and there are many others who don't even have the luxury of looking away. I personally aspire to mature into a wise old crone one day, and I know wise old crones aren't afraid of the dark. They don't look away because it's more comfortable to do so. The wise old crone archetype is connected to the dark moon and the new moon phase and is therefore the archetype I reach to this week as the moon withdraws into darkness once again. I imagine my inner crone would move slowly and deliberately this week because she understands that tensions are high, the collective energy is stressed and grieving, so reacting in haste can cloud her judgment. So she takes her time to respond thoughtfully and gives the people around her a whole lot of grace. She knows that whether or not they feel it, everyone is being affected by the chaotic, unpredictable energy in the collective field. So she tries her best to imagine the best of people around her, even when they're acting their worst. She balances having boundaries with offering grace. I imagine my inner crone as an archetype of deep wisdom and reflection would carry a profound awareness of the inequalities that pervade our society right now, particularly those rooted in racism and the systemic oppression and how they are affecting world events. She would listen to the stories, the pains, the experiences of others with humility that comes from knowing there are so many things that she cannot know or understand firsthand. She would listen more than she speaks understanding that this is where the learning begins. I suspect my inner crone 
focuses her energy on what she can influence, her thoughts, her actions, her immediate environment, the communities she can support, rather than expanding it on what is beyond her control. Recognizing the power of ritual to heal and to navigate through life's transitions, I imagine my inner crone would likely have a daily spiritual practice this week that keeps her grounded and centered. And we all know that her ritual would be our journaling with the moon. She is my inner crone after all. I imagine she is like a big oak tree, able to offer a place of regulation and steadiness in a world that is extremely activating and dysregulating. Also, while deeply compassionate, I imagine my inner crone has a healthy detachment when she needs it. She cares deeply, but does not always get lost in the emotional turmoil, knowing that she must conserve her energy to be of service. She knows the importance of tending to her own needs so she can maintain her strength and resilience. This might mean quiet time, meditative walks, or simply a warm cup of tea by the fire cuddling up to my beautiful pet Zoe. Lastly, I imagine my inner crone is the living embodiment of resilience. She would navigate these times as she has all others with the knowledge that she has endured much. And this too shall become part of her enduring spirit. How do you imagine your inner crone would navigate the week ahead? As we move through these times of global intensity and personal challenges, it's important to remember that You are not alone in whatever feelings you are feeling. The world's events touch each and every one of us in profound ways, and it's okay to acknowledge that. Some, of course, more profound than others. But it's okay to not be okay, wherever you are with it. Nothing about what we're witnessing or what you may be going through personally is okay. None of it. This week, as the moon wanes and we transition from the shadows of eclipse season, it offers us this natural time for reflection and self-care. During this phase of the moon, consider your own healing as an act of kindness. Your individual peace does contribute to the collective serenity. I know it's a small thing, and especially, obviously, if you're in it, not the same at all. But wherever you are, maybe being present with yourself is really important. If you find yourself feeling helpless, remember that small, consistent actions like supporting a local cause or advocating for change can create ripples. You can have an effect. Feeling deeply is not a weakness, but a testament to your empathy and your humanity. As you emerge from the eclipses, let it symbolize your own emergence from darkness, ready to reflect and renew. The waning moon encourages you to let go of emotional weight, clear space for new beginnings. It's natural to grapple with feelings of guilt or feeling emotionally sapped. It's also common to feel a disconnection from your spiritual center at these times. So acknowledge these feelings, then gently guide yourself back to your rituals and routines if you can, if you are in that space. If it's possible, look for what grounds and comforts you. Simple things matter right now. Incorporate calming practices into your daily life, whether it's through art journaling with the faces of the moon like I do or engaging in mindful movement or finding solace in the support of a community or just reaching out to somebody that you love. These acts of self-care are not selfish. They replenish your strength and capacity to care for others. 
in the spirit of nurturing your emotional and spiritual well-being, I'd like to extend a heartfelt invitation to join me on Sunday, November 12th at noon mountain time to my free group moon mapping session. We'll be working with the map method, a tool that is beautifully suited to help us gently but powerfully clear some subconscious blocks that can hinder our planning and visioning for the future and tend to the many emotions that we're navigating in these times. Whether you're new to this practice or have joined me before, this session is tailored to support you feeling emotionally and spiritually prepared to plan and vision the year ahead. It's a fitting way to shed the weight of the old and make room for new beginnings. So please consider this an open invitation. There's no cost to attend. It's my offering to you as a way to contribute. All you need to do is bring your open heart and a willingness to explore the depths of your inner landscape. And you can just see the details to join me on my blog, danadepont.com forward slash blog, D-A-N-A-D-A-T-O-N-T-E dot com forward slash blog. You'll see a button that says join me here. So now for the week ahead with the moon and the journal prompts that you can use to work with her energy in your art journal. So on Monday, the moon is in the last quarter moon phase and it's moving into the sign of Virgo. It's also having a tense relationship with Mercury and an opposing relationship with Saturn. The last quarter moon, also known as the third quarter or the waning half moon, is the second to last phase in the moon's monthly cycle. After the brilliance of the full moon, the moon's illumination begins to wane, drawing inward again. The last quarter moon stands as a symbolic crossroads, a time of reflection, release, and inner transformation. The last quarter moon is viewed as a time of introspection and surrender. As the moonlight diminishes, we too are invited to draw inwards and assess our inner landscape. It's a period of letting go, symbolizing the release of old beliefs, habits, or emotional baggage that no longer serves us. Emotionally, this phase is about acceptance and forgiveness. We're encouraged to make peace with our past, cultivate forgiveness towards ourselves and others, and create space for new possibilities and growth. To enhance your experience the last quarter moon, you can consider questions like, what lessons have I learned in this past moon cycle? What am I ready to let go? How have I grown and changed over this moon cycle? Who or what do I need to forgive to move forward? What seeds of intention do I want to plant for the next cycle? The last quarter moon invites you to pause, look inward, and clear away what no longer serves you. As you align with this lunar rhythm, you nurture your ability to adapt, release, and prepare yourself for new beginnings. So as you look up at the night sky or art journal with the moon on Monday, take a moment to remember every ending is a new beginning in disguise. And in your art journal, draw, paint, or collage an image that represents what you need to let go of before you consider what seeds of intention you want to plant during the next cycle. On Tuesday, the moon is in the sign of Virgo. This is 
means it's enriched by the planet Mercury. And Virgo prompts us to articulate our feelings and experiences with clarity. Virgo's energy is both nocturnal and deeply rooted in the earth, giving it a grounded, calm presence. Its mutable nature helps you adapt to circumstances with grace and pragmatism. One of Virgo's most profound gifts is its drive for efficiency and organization. It pushes you to seek out the most effective methods, leaving a tapestry of practicality, attention to detail, and an unyielding love for quality. Yet, with its magnifying precision, it's easy to become enmeshed in minute details, sometimes at the risk of losing sight of the broader picture. The moon in Virgo is a time to pause and reflect. Are you content with what you've been manifesting in your life? It's essential to understand that while not every event or experience in our life stems directly from our actions or decisions, many do. For those experiences that you did mold and shape, which ones brought you joy? Which ones perhaps weigh heavy on your spirit? This Virgo moon nudges you to discern, evaluate, and if needed, recalibrate. As a highly sensitive person, you are uniquely attuned to your environment and internal landscape. Art journaling during this moon in Virgo will help you translate your thoughts and feelings onto the paper. Blending colors, shapes, and words allows you to visually navigate the complex webs of your emotions. Through your art journal, you can work with the Virgo's moon energy, taking stock of what is working in your life and what might need a gentle shift. If there are aspects of your life you're not entirely content with, what adjustments can you make now? How can you align more authentically with your heart's desires and the intentions you planted during the new moon? In your art journal, draw, paint, or collage an image that represents an adjustment you'd like to make in your life. On Wednesday, the last quarter moon is in the sign of Virgo for most of the day, but then it's void, of course, in the late evening in the mountain time zone. It's also having a lot of relationships with other planets, most of them really pleasant and happy relationships. It's having a happy relationship with Mercury and Mars and Uranus and Jupiter and Pluto, and it's having an opposing relationship with Neptune. The moon is being in that opposing relationship with Neptune can feel like they're coming from opposite sides, which can feel polarizing or like your emotions are being in opposition with your dreams. The moon is all about your inner feelings, how you nurture yourself and others, your instincts and your need for comfort. Whereas Neptune is the planet of dreams and spirituality, but also of illusions. It can make things feel a little confusing or unclear. On a day like this, you might find your emotions are super sensitive or you're picking up vibes from all over the place. It's easy to get lost in daydreams or feel a bit overwhelmed by all the feelings floating around. Since the moon is having so many happy relationships with other planets, though, you might be absorbing some really great energy. So stay open to receiving and see what comes. On a day when the moon opposes Neptune, it's a good idea to ground yourself. That means doing things that make you feel stable and centered like meditation, spending time in nature, or just being still for a moment. It's also a perfect time for reflection, like journaling your thoughts and feelings to help you sort out what's real from what's just an illusion. Since Neptune can inspire creativity, this is a great time for any kind of artistic expression that helps you explore and release your emotions. 
Spiritually, you might feel more open to the mysteries of life, so gentle exploration of spiritual practices can be fulfilling on a day like this. Just keep one foot on the ground so you don't flow away with the tide. In your art journal on Wednesday, draw a paint or collage an image that represents escaping into a place in your imagination that feels expansive and wondrous. On Thursday, the balsamic moon is in the sign of Libra and it's having a close relationship with the planet Venus. The moon and Venus being in close proximity, astrologically speaking, means it's like they're coming together. So they're combining their strengths more deeply. Venus, often seen as the planet of love, grace, beauty, fertility, and growth, nudges us towards the things that beautify our lives. When you think of Venus, images of love, chocolate, gold coins, blossoming flowers, tender embraces, harmonious melodies, and passionate connections might come to mind. She's the epitome of sensuality, intimacy, and happiness. She embodies the soft sigh of contentment, the laughter shared with friends, or the simple joys that make life worth celebrating. Venus isn't just about pleasure, though. She's also about artistic expression. She revels in helping us channel our emotions and perceptions into beautiful forms, reminding us of the artistry that resides in all of us. Imagine this vibrant Venusian energy being amplified by the moon. The moon, our emotional compass, intensifies these feelings, making them feel even more palpable in our lives. It's as if the moon is holding a magnifying glass to Venus, urging us to look closer and embrace the beauty and love around us. With all this intensified good feeling energy today is the perfect day to infuse your art journal with themes of love, pleasure, and beauty. Start by choosing colors that represent affection or joy to you. That might be soft pinks, passionate reds, shimmering golds, or it might be some teal greens, some aqua blues, or some silver glimmers. It might be dark greens, rich reds, or royal purples. This is your creative expression, so you play with the colors that feel affectionate and joyful to you. You might also want to paint or draw symbols of love and harmony, perhaps like intertwined hands or blooming flowers or figures in an embrace. You may also want to include affirmations or quote that echo Venus's messages, such as, I thrive in love and beauty, or I make for things that bring me joy, where life offers endless opportunities for love and connection. Let your journal page be a reflection of Venus's desire for you and the world and a reminder of the love and beauty and pleasure that exists in this world. Life is unpredictable and challenging, and there are a lot of things to grieve in these uncertain times. Reminders of beauty and pleasure are important. So on Thursday in your art journal, draw, paint, or collage an image that represents thoughts of love and beauty you'd like to send out into the world. On Friday, the balsamic moon is in the sign of Libra. The balsamic moon is the time right before the new moon where everything is quieting down, wrapping up, and preparing for a fresh start. So if you place that sleepy moon into Libra, the sign all about balance, harmony, and relationships, it's like the moon is whispering to you to fix any lopsided friendships or relationships or to smooth over any arguments, all while keeping things as fair as possible. This is a time for healing, 
particularly through relationships and partnerships and with the magic of compromise and harmony, which is so Libra like. So take a deep breath, let go of your grudges if you can. It's a good time for tying up loose ends in relationships, saying the things you need to say before you can start fresh. Emotionally, it's a moment to forgive and find balance in your feelings. Spiritually, it's about seeking inner harmony, maybe through drawing or painting what balance and harmony in your relationships looks or feels like to you. Think of it as your spiritual house cleaning time, putting your relationships in order inside and out before the new moon kicks off a new cycle. So on Friday in your art journal, draw, paint, or collage an image that represents a relationship you want to bring more harmony to. On Saturday, the balsamic moon moves into the sign of Scorpio. It's also having a tense relationship with Pluto and a harmonious relationship with Saturn. The moon wants to illuminate the darkness, bring about change, be a mirror to reflect us back to ourselves, and awaken our receptive and intuitive powers. She represents your body and emotions and reminds you that life is an ever-changing cycle of birth, death, decay, rebirth. She wants to bring kindness, nurturing, novelty, and adaptability. Saturn is associated with the earth element and the archetype of the crone, and it brings responsibility, seriousness, deep thought, reflection, strategy, maturity, structure, sensibility, frugality, discipline, routine, and actions that inspire order in your life. Saturn brings this stability to your emotions and intuition today. I think of it as emotional maturity. You can feel confident trusting what you feel, including your gut feelings. You're more likely to respond when you feel emotionally triggered versus reacting. Saturn and the moon being in this kind of happy relationship also helps you to see your dreams and your future with clarity and have realistic expectations of what it'll take to become who you are working on becoming. In your art journal, draw, paint, or collage an image that represents the archetype of the crone. On Sunday, the balsamic moon is in the sign of Scorpio and it's having an opposing relationship with Jupiter. The balsamic or waning crescent phase of the moon just before we plunge into the darkness of the new moon is a deeply spiritual time, ripe with opportunities for introspection and release. Emotionally, the balsamic moon is like your spiritual guardian whispering, it's okay to let go. It's not the time for launching new projects usually or making big decisions. Instead, it's a time for tying up loose ends, letting go of what no longer serves you, and giving yourself permission to rest and recharge. The balsamic moon phase is a little like a detox for your soul. Spiritually, this phase is your invitation to dive into your inner world and tend to what emotionally and spiritually needs tending to. It's like a spiritual retreat, allowing you to explore your dreams, fears, and the stories you tell yourself. This energy encourages you to let go of old emotional baggage and release patterns that might be holding you back. It's an opportunity to make peace with the past and create space for new beginnings. Imagining you're decluttering your emotional closet. What do you need to let go of? What emotional weight is dragging you down? In your art journal, create a page that represents the things you're ready to release. It could be a collage of images or words or even an abstract representation of the emotional baggage you're ready to let go of. So on Sunday, in your art journal, draw, paint, or collage 
Images that represent the emotional baggage you're ready to let go of before the new moon. I hope you enjoy our journaling with the moon this week, my friends. See you next week. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to read about the weekly moon updates and daily art journal with the moon prompts I share here and enjoy the visual map of the moon's comings and goings I create every week, check out my blog at danadepont.com forward slash blog. That's D-A-N-A-D-A-P-O-N-T-E dot com forward slash blog. If you know a creative spirit who would love this episode, please share with them so they can art journal with the moon alongside us. And if you don't want to miss the next episode, make sure you subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. And please, if you could be so kind as to leave a review on your podcast app, it doesn't take much time, but it helps me grow and improves accessibility to other listeners. Plus, my heart does a little hapty loop de loop when I receive a little support and love. Thanks for listening. See you next week.